Hey, welcome to our show. He's Richie. And he's Wes. And we have some very special guests with us. We have Ian Carlos Crawford and Michael Ham. Michael is a first time guest and Ian is our most repeatable offender. I am very honored to have that title. <laughs> I'm going to steal that from you, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the girls are fighting. Yeah, <laughs> Michael was the first one on the Zoom, so we had a few moments. Mm-hmm. Someone oh. showed up on time. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> blame Zoom. <laughs> yeah, we'll blame Zoom. Well, I knew it wasn't going to be Richie or Ian that was first, to be honest. That's yeah, fair. That's fair. No, nope, I was in my car when you texted me earlier. I was, yeah, I was pulling up. <laughs> Oh, the, the gay Puerto Rican and the gay black guy are the ones that are laying here in the front of the <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of show is this? Uh, leave it to the uptight white bitch to start the stream five minutes early. This place, this place is a dump. <laughs> well, if it's your first time listening to our show, this is what we do. We see shit on our social media. We compare our notes. And uh, this week, it should be even more of a hot mess than usual because we have two extra people on the show. And who knows? Maybe it'll be a fight. <laughs> Not between Ian and I, that's for damn sure. Nope. <laughs> I have okay. my little fireball bottles. I have like mm-hmm. a. Oh, that's so cute. A, They're like the little airplane bottles. Right? Yeah. I have a little drawer that's like under my desk. That's my weed and alcohol drawer. Oh, <laughs> and my it has God. a bunch of fireball bottles and a bunch of edibles and a container of weed. <laughs> it's like I an in case of emergency yeah. break here kind of it drawer. Is. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> In oh. case of extreme panic attacks, open up the drawer. <laughs> and like you open it and the whole room smells like weed immediately when I open the drawer. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get shady. Yes. yes. A WeHo thief has gone viral after TMZ reposted this video of someone trying to steal a 36-inch dildo from Circus of Books. <laughs> Not this, I knew it was fucking Circus of Books. That, go- <laughs> that, that goddamn dildo. That thing is like 200 pounds. How are they trying to steal it? Very sloppily. <laughs> they fell on the way out. I mean... <laughs> I, what? Not, yeah. I, is it like... Is it a usable dildo or is it like a... No, it's made, like a, it's made for a coffee table. It's literally like... <laughs> it this. is a coffee, is a coffee table. table. Yes. yes. It is. <laughs> it, it's about three feet tall. Again, I see this dildo every day because I work right next door. <laughs> and it is about three feet in circumference. It's a giant, like, it's, a, it's the size it's of a massive. fucking child. It's, it, it's you know, bigger than the circumference so, of your hips. I mean, there's no way, <laughs> like, <yeah>. medically, <laughs> that this is possible. No, not at all. Maybe for an elephant, but not for any oh type of Oh, my God. It's gigantic. <laughs> it is. Michael the dildo did. bandit. <laughs> Literally. The dildo bandit. People we'll go into they... that damn thing, and they always try to fucking lie take pics with it and try to stroke it. But um, that's like the third one they've had because people do buy them. I think they're like $3,200 or something like that. They're Yeah, they're very expensive. Um, I think people buy them for conversation pieces or, yeah. you know, sets or something like that. But that's, I, yeah. A set makes, I feel like that makes more sense. Well, so Wes, we both worked at a, at sex shops. That's right. I feel like yeah, you guys did everything. Well, nudie Judy episode about this, not to cross promote, yes. but <laughs> Wes, I mean, what Wes else are you guys here for? Wes and Hammy both do nudie Judy with me on Slayer Vest Patreon, which is where we talk about sex stuff. <laughs> but Wes, right? Like what Richie Rich just said, though, I feel like when you work at a sex shop, that's like all people do. Like it's like giggling and touching everything, and like ugh. we had a at the Museum of Sex, we had a fuck bike that was. Literally, what it said, it was a bicycle with a dildo attached that when you pedaled, the dildo went like this. And Snooki and JWoww filmed, they had like a spinoff show and they filmed an episode there. And Snooki made one of the lesbians ride it while it was like hitting her boobs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know what's weird though is I don't remember, I'm sure people stole like lube and condoms from our store, but no one ever really 
tried to steal anything major or do anything like crazy like that. But yeah, it was always like the small there. stuff. The, and this person wasn't like a, a large person. You know, this this dildo like took up their entire upper body, you know, and some of their, their <laughs> you know what I mean, their <laughs> leg. And it's very heavy. And, I, and it's like flapping around like a small child, like a two year old. <laughs> Oh my god. This is the stuff that we make news for. Or I mean, important. Lovely. Or we make because the other shit that we made news for this week. Did y'all hear about this? The Billy London saga. I don't know. Oh hold up. <clears throat> this could be a whole this could be a whole Netflix special. God, that didn't work out well. Oh, I don't know what that was. Now you have like a special. I was trying to wipe my lens, and now it's like RuPaul Drag Race season. Yeah, one. you got season one Vaseline lens there, my man. <laughs> I was there we go. I like that all gay people make the same fucking joke. All we have one joke right? about a blurry lens. Like, one oh. joke. <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm glad we had that to lead into this because this is actually like very fucking twisted. I'm listening. The grisly murder of gay porn star Billy London has been solved. A white supremacist who was also a gay porn actor and who now identifies as an Orthodox Jewish woman. With the help of Circus of Books documentarian. Wait, what? What? It all ties in. Circus of Books documentarian Rich Mason, who had no comment on the 36-inch dildo, by the way, and an amateur sleuth named Clark Williams. This is giving me very uh, Only Murders in the Building vibes. They helped solve this cold case murder and identified the killer. Of uh, His name was actually William Newton, and he went by the gay male porn name of Billy London. He was really big in the 80s, and was dubbed the Black Dahlia of the gay community because he was last seen at the Rage nightclub in West Hollywood, which is now called Heart and owned by Lance Bass. His head and feet were found in a dumpster off of Santa Monica Boulevard on October 29, 1999. This sounds vaguely familiar. I just, I just Googled him and he doesn't look familiar, but... This is crazy. Investigators made the connection after, oh, Madden apparently pled guilty to killing a gay man in Oklahoma, and then another one, yeah, like transgender serial killer. Finally, some representation, Mama, yes! (laughs) Good for her. (laughs) But wait, literally literally slaying, literally slaying. Wait, before I say that again, I just want to clarify. Is she the white supremacist or yes. is the porn yes. star that was... Oh. No. Yes. His killer is the white, white supremacist who now she is an orthodox Jewish woman. Yeah, Also, this happens a lot when I'm on their show. It's like Wes has something to say and I'm like, mm, I don't even know how to respond to this. <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that really <laughs> caught me off guard after the dildo story. See, imagine if I was your stone and you hear that. That is really... <laughs> that was a journey. Say. What the hell? <laughs> Going for them true crime podcast listeners. Right? Nice. Move their market. <laughs> oh, I love that shit. No, but how fucked up is that? And that's always the shit that WeHo gets famous for. That <laughs> white supremacist murders and large dildos. A transgender white supremacist murder. We love WeHo. You know, I mean, I do. I do. You know, I feel like. Every time I go to LA, I always go out in WeHo, and I feel like WeHo is not a, like, that is not an area I would have hung out in New York, because it's mm-hmm. very, I don't know. But, like, I don't know, it's where, like, everyone, all the gays I know in LA just go out in WeHo, so it's like, yeah, sure, I'll go there. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's our it's our little mecca. It's definitely its own little small town. We have our own mayor. And... You know, one of the WeHo City Council members follows my podcast on Instagram, oh. but I can't remember what his name is. For the but... best. <laughs> we care but about I, like, our fans. I saw it recently and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> Shout out to you, mama. Wherever you are, whoever you are. You go, City Council member. Wait, so is Heart Haunted? Or well, like... Probably. No, yeah. that was just the last Oh, it was haunted way before. Oh. 
<laughs> it's haunted for other reasons. Oh, please. The things I've done in Rage. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, lo- you know, Lil Nas X likes that club. He likes Heart. Mm-hmm. Where is Where is that? Heart is a cr- directly across from Lance Bass's other club called Rocco's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, I mean, I know where Rocco's is. I've been there, right? Yeah, but it's on yeah. the other side of It's of across the street. Or, yeah. I'm trying to... You, you were right? fucked up. There's no way you remember any you're of this. The last time on. I was at Heart, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> that sounds about accurate. Yeah. I'm wondering, is that the place where I had my birthday one year, Wes? No, that was at, that was at Rocco's. No. Oh, right. That was Rocco's. Yeah, right? that was Rocco's. Get yes. your Lance Bass established Come on. parties in order. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, speaking of porn stars... See how this all threads together. I mean, I'm waiting to see. But... Is she riding a Segway? <laughs> ah, oh, this is what we do on the show. So there are a number of adult content creators currently on the Atlantis cruise. One of my friends being among them. And he was very upset that someone took an unauthorized pic of him at the orgy. Oh. Discuss. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, Ian is like, hands up. <laughs> I don't know that I have any. <laughs> I mean, as Tell someone me what who, I think. I don't know. Hand me what do I think about this. Someone who does not like to take pictures, one, I wouldn't be there unless I was <laughs> without fully expecting that I may be recorded and or have a picture of me. You are not supposed to be taking a camera to an orgy. No, you're not supposed to, but you know damn well in this day and age that someone's going to. Especially, (laughs) I feel like, especially a gay, like, I like... It's, 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 it's gonna happen and it happens at every single circuit party, at every single cruise. We all see it pop up on Twitter. I don't think that makes it okay. It doesn't make it okay, but you have to know that that's just gonna happen. It shouldn't happen. It's going to. I hope I've never been at an orgy where there are photos and videos. Of you me. never know. know People are sneaky as shit. I go to a lot of orgies. People are sneaky. <laughs> I'm very worried now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... But I mean, that, but that's a different situation. I mean, like, but if you're on a fucking Atlantis cruise, you're gone. Like, that's thousands of gays. And, and at least half of them are going to be messy. I my I I feel like my contribution is going to be a story that relates to this. Um, so the oh, bar pieces sure. the bar pieces in New York uh, does like underwear nights, right? You know, like every bar does. Mm-hmm. And like the one time I went there with a friend, there was something. It was like underwear night plus something else night, right? Like whatever. Um, and it was like check your clothes in the back, and the back room is where like when they have like strippers that do like private dances. Yeah, but it's like clearly like like a stock room that's like repurposed because it's like it looks very weird and like shady so that's where you put your clothes yeah yeah and it's just like a bigger closet and like i was with my this guy that i used to be friends with who's very annoying and we were in the back room and there was like clearly two separate i guess like one orgy but like two separate crowds happening and he was like oh my god you see what they're doing like he's drunk and he's like talking out loud and i was like just be cool. We're just putting our clothes back on. We're leaving. Like, it's fine. And he fucking took out his camera and took a flash photo. And I was like, don't do that. And he was like, what? Look. And I was like, we're going to get in trouble. And I walked away from him because I was worried, but no one seemed to care. Like, they didn't phase them at all that a flash went off. Wow. I would definitely think that would get some looks. Michael, how many orgies have you been in? Uh, not <laughs> enough. Welcome to the show. Let's, Welcome to the show. Not, not enough. Not enough. Uh, you, you. Would you have an expectation of someone taking a picture of you if you were? Because Michael, you have a very big following on social media, and <laughs> I have an do, expectation you know, that someone's always taking a photo of me. I'm <laughs> just so popular. No, I, I would not have that expectation necessarily but i would not put myself in that situation on a cruise where i know everyone's super fucked up 
Like, I think that's the difference. Like, if it was a an orgy amongst friends, mm-hmm. uh, which we love, I think there'd be a lot more trust there and you could be a lot more open. But like, we've all gone down the Twitter thread for the Atlantis cruises. Everything mm-hmm. is recorded. Everything <laughs> is online. Um, I think it's shitty that that happens. But I don't know. I would expect it. Still doesn't make it right. That porn star yeah. is well within their rights to be fucking pissed off. And 100%. whoever took that, whoever took that photo or that video, like, should be fucking scolded and removed and blacklisted from cruises. Thrown off the boat. Yes. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no lifeline. Also, I just, why would you even do that? Like, I don't understand. Because well, people are fucked up and perverted and not in the good way sometimes. Yeah. True. And what, what I saw in some of the comments were people being like, well, pff, I mean, you do porn anyway, so it's like, you show your body anyways, or you have a only No, face. boo. No. no, yeah, that's Yeah, for boo. a check. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> a job. Like, <laughs> I show my naked body with my consent, not yeah. with, yeah. <laughs> Gross. That's a stupid reasoning for that, to try to, like, be like, whoa, you do porn, so, like, in your, pri- like, your private sex is allowed to be, no, that's not how that works. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of being naked in public. Oh, God. <laughs> you need, like, a little, like, uh, speaking of count. Every time you say <laughs> speaking of, it's like, ding, and the number goes up. Take a shot whenever Wes says <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and again, throw out topics anytime you guys want to. Okay, uh, a TikTok hottie was fired from his job for twerking with his ass out at work. And I believe this was Target. Oh, yeah. No, that's his second job, because before that, he was at Wingstop. Or no, Buffalo Wild Wings. I've been going back and forth, and people have been blocking me about this stupid guy for the the last two goddamn weeks. Because, one, he's hot. Yes, he is. Whatever. Two, fucking disgusting. You're going to be on the fucking sex offender list, you fucking idiot. His first video he put out was at Buffalo Wild Wings in the kitchen with his whole ass out. I mean, out, out. And I'm like, first of all, if you don't get your fucking ass away from those goddamn wings, get out of the <laughs> Like, go to the bathroom and film your content or whatever you want to do. You're literally in a kitchen area. That's yeah. gross. Yeah. Then he got fired from there and told everyone on, on Twitter about it. Then he got a job at Target. He has his whole, I mean, his, he's just sagging very, very low. But his yeah. ass is out, underwear covered, but still. Come the fuck on, dude. And I think he got in trouble for that, too. I think he, he, got, got, he got fired, right? He got fired from Target as well. Good, as he should. So, <laughs> wait, I only know about this from following you on Twitter, Richie Rich. Like, oh. <laughs> you were the one that brought that. Like, I only know of that because I saw you quote tweeting the one guy that was like defending him. And then, yes! like, I saw you, you always bring, like, I feel like I see you. Oh, this, the, the guy blocked me, by, by the way. He completely <laughs> blocked me because I made a joke about that stupid dancing TikTok man. And he was all, you guys are weird. <laughs> And you know me, I'm so modest and bite my tongue on social media. Yes, yes. (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry, but just a week ago, you were defending a whole ass sex offender because he's hot and has a fat ass. Um, I think that's a little more weird than me making a joke about someone dancing on TikTok. And then he blocked me immediately. Oh, (laughs) I'm the nice one. I'm the nice one. You are the nice one. Michael's face is like shocked. I'm like, I'm the nice one. And Michael is like, wow. No. Uh oh. I use my powers for good, yeah. but, but I, I, I just don't understand it. And there's so much, I mean, I said it on Twitter. I'm like, it's ridiculous how people give, they just extend grace to people based on their attractiveness. And because oh, yeah. if that was some 75 year old gross looking man, right. Then that it would suddenly... not have been the reaction from anyone. Then suddenly everyone would think it was gross. Right? Oh yeah. But yeah. what about if there was a child there? And oh my God. Well, I mean, same thing applies just because someone's good looking. Right. And has a nice body does not absolve them from the same criticism that everyone else needs. Well, to have. let's not in go so far, okay? Well, hold on. <laughs> hey, now. You're not in the target with your dick out. You're okay. <laughs> Listen now. Tammy's Sometimes like, well. you need a nice body to get through life, or people don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No one will talk to you otherwise. Um, I love being friends with hot people. <laughs> Oh my god. Can you guys stop? Who's lighting you on? What is this? Get off my show! 
<laughs> I, uh, let's be clear. Uh, in yes, this, please, please put them on the no return list. <laughs> in this foursome, I'm production. the nice one. Let's be clear about that. I'm the nice one here. <laughs> I agree to that. <laughs> I was trying to find this story online and I Googled it and I found a woman who was fired for twerking, but it was because she was on sick leave for back pain. <laughs> and so they found a video of her twerking and then brought it up in um, in court and they were able oh, to fire Oh, she her. lied to get... She lied oh, about her back shit. pain. Yeah. People are fucking less than smart. I swear to God. <laughs> I right, just why would you, why would you do that if you... like? You gotta keep up the lie, and you know people right. look at social media, like... Girl, get some the, crutches. <laughs> I would be the best person ever if I were ever to pull a scam like that, because I don't like pictures, and I don't record any of my life, and I don't like being video recorded, so I'm not gonna be on tape doing anything for attention whatsoever. You know, be I on this pad c- podcast just <laughs> spilling all the truth, and they'd be like, actually, we heard you say that you were at the club last night. <laughs> you know, when I worked it... Barnes and Noble on the Upper West Side in New York. I fucking that was like one of the worst jobs I ever had. All the managers were assholes. Everyone was a nightmare. At there a was this bookstore? Yeah, right. And there was this one manager who was like that intense retail manager. She sucked. I can't say enough how much she sucked. She tried to this is insane. You know, like back when you would post photos on Facebook, like you know, uh-huh. you would post like an album or whatever. And I would do it like I was always the like asshole with my digital camera and I would do like Oh, the last month and just do like kind of like a photo dump, but be like, oh, this is what happened in January. My roommate, who was one of the like assistant managers, had called out for one day. And like the next day I did like, oh, the photos from the month. And she said she saw them on Facebook and that he was lying about calling out. And I had to talk to her and be like, we're wearing different clothes and like eight different pictures. How do you think right? this is from one night? This is a month's worth of shit, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and she was like, well, you posted it right after he called out. And I was like, okay, but look at the photos. Like, And I had to have a meeting with them because they were like using my Facebook to try to get him in trouble. Oh, that's and like, weird. why would I be that stupid if it was actually that like that night? I wouldn't. Yeah. Richard, I was that time so you skipped her. work and we went to that party up in the hills and I accidentally tagged you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you made me immediately delete it because you're smart and you had your notifications on and you were like, bitch, did you just say, I literally was like, ping, and you were like, bitch, did you just tag me? It was... I... That's good. Oh, God. Tammy, remember when that happened to us? We were in the hills. And... Oh, I remember. It was so cute. <laughs> Don't ever tag me in anything. <laughs> same. <laughs> I literally, I wear the same clothes every time I go on vacation so that the pictures become evergreen. So I can be like, I can post a picture of me in Disney and it's the same outfit I've worn every time. So no one ever knows if I'm actually there or not. And people will be like, oh shit, you're in Disney. i will be like, that's from three months ago. Yeah. That's from that two years CIA ago. CIA level bullshit right there. What the hell? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's on her sneaky bullshit. <laughs> Well, I think that I think that's smart because telling people exactly where you are all the time isn't mm-hmm. necessarily a good idea. That ain't and it. See, and I can't get caught up for anything on this podcast because we delay our recordings and our and our release schedules. Yeah, smart. Okay, you guys, <laughs> I have no segue for this, and for that, I apologize. But Ooh. there is a very famous YouTuber called Mr. Beast. He is someone who has amassed a huge following and a lot of money, like so much money. And he is personally mm-hmm. dedicated to giving that money away. To us and funding the show? Amazing. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Mr. Beast. <laughs> no, instead, he decided to cure a thousand blind people. Oh, that guy. And That's then, way better than funding our stupid show. Yes, yeah. Good for and him. then filming <laughs> it for his YouTube. Yeah. and. It did get some critical response about him making a profit by helping people and I have perpetuating this kind of sainthood, you know, mm-hmm. influencer. I have the dumbest uh, thing to add to this is so, like, that was going all over Twitter. That's mm-hmm. how I found out you could cure blind. I didn't know that was like a thing. 
until people in were like talking cases about it. This. And, yeah, right. Not certain for cases. everyone, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no fucking clue. I didn't know there was I like. I think it's more so for people who are legally blind, so they still have. Oh, so like can see a little bit. Um, some functionality um, of their actual um, pupils and irises and whatnot. But um, I think if you're totally blind, that's a no for right now. But okay. yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, anyone that would was born was born blind, I think, would have some, you know, some ocular things okay. there. Okay, but yeah, what am I a doctor? I mean, so I still didn't even I didn't know it at all. So I was just that's, that's no, that I yeah, that's fascinating, right? But also, and I mean, I get it because that is part of his brand, and that is what he does. But should we be curing people of medical ailments and then filming it? And then I think the thing that really got me was the thumbnail of the video where it's for the first time and crying and he's behind him like oh yeah mm, me thumbs up it just seemed a little weird i mean it seemed a little performative but also i mean if you're going to be performative about anything at all it's better than singing a goddamn song while people are dying of covid at least he's actually changing some people's lives get your clout but at least you're doing something positive <laughs> yeah I don't know. I feel like I do understand the criticism. I really do. I do think he did something good. I feel like, I don't know, we live in such a weird world, right? Like, Hammy, I feel like you could relate to this too. It's like, we live in like, a, everything has to be content. Like, I I did yeah. a Zoom earlier with two friends and I was like, oh, I'm not recording. Like, I like kept going into recording brain. And it's like, no, 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 I'm just hanging out on Zoom with two friends. Like, be normal, Ian. And like... <laughs> I kept wanting to, like, ask them follow-up questions and be like, oh, like, just so everyone knows. And it's like, I don't need to fucking do that. It's just us. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Like, Your first-time like, listener, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so part of me, like, gets that, but I do think hey, it, is a, it is weird to be like... That's, like, when there was, like... Remember there was, like, a big moment on social media where, like, people would film themselves, like, giving a homeless person something nice, and it's like... Yeah. You know... Why are you like, just give it to them? Like... I know, you know, I worked for a charity. I worked for multiple charities. And there are people who, for example, like Jamie Lee Curtis, who buys toys for every child at every children's hospital in Los Angeles every Christmas. Yeah. That's something people may or may not be aware of. She doesn't have a publicist who puts that out every single year. But it's like, it's fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. And then you realize yeah. there are kids in a children's hospital over christmas and it makes other people donate to those hospitals mm -hmm. and there's a whole like effect to it and she from the time that i worked at that charity we never had any sort of propaganda with her at all it was always like very quiet it was like people knew about it but but it does create a chain effect you know when you have someone like that and you know when britney spears came through the the cancer ward you know we made millions of dollars so so has an impact. Yeah. So I think the problem with this video was I'm too deep into this one. So you picked the wrong one for right now. Uh, <laughs> the problem with the video was that like people, <laughs> this sounds so rude. I'm sorry. People like Ian, who don't understand blindness, think that blindness can now be cured by the video because of the words he was using, saying we've cured blindness. Really what he was doing was just fixing people's cataracts. So people had cataracts and they were giving them cataract uh, surgery. I didn't know that. Yeah, because cataract surgery only takes about 10 minutes. Okay. It's Ooh, expensive, Okay, but it's a very a quick surgery. So people were being people were pissed because they were worried that like the most popular YouTuber in the entire world said he had cured blindness and people would stop funding blind charities and starting to think that this was something that could be cured for everyone and... So people were really pissed off about that. And then he was like, yeah, so like he was still what he did was amazing. And I'm I'm Team Beast on this one because I think like most of his videos are bullshit. He's like, we got a thousand people to shoot each other with Nerf guns and we gave the winner a hundred thousand dollars. So like if you're going to spend a million dollars, you know, get rid of some cataracts for people so they can see. Mm -hmm. And his like branding was like th these people will have seen for the first time and that wasn't true none of them were born blind so like one yeah, guy yeah, was yeah. blind for four months and like that's still amazing that like he yeah. can now go back to work because he lost his job but like 
he wasn't seeing right, for the yeah, first yeah. time. Yeah. Like it was very clickbaity, which was really, really gross. And like you said, the thumbnail was disgusting. And I think the title, but like all his thumbnails are disgusting. All his titles are clickbaity. And the money he makes from this video, he's going to spend giving to other people anyway. So like, I don't know. Give the guy a break. Like he did a shitty thing. I think he should be reprimanded for it and hopefully he learns from it. But like, those thousand people are like very fucking thankful and I'm right. very happy for all of them. Yeah. yeah none of them. I don't think would trade the experience. And I think it does bring attention to it. You know, I think you're right. Yeah. He, he should definitely clarify uh, because blindness is uh, something that people can be born with. And I don't know that that, I mean, you know, and there are a lot of dum-dums like me out there. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought so too. I, I totally bought it. I, I, I thought so too. So, you know, it's, it's, I think, important to know that because especially like, the, I know, I don't, I'm not certain about the blind community, but the deaf community for sure does not consider themselves to be a disabled group. So the idea that you should be curing these things is uh, also a whole nother, like, right? So. Yeah, I think you should definitely like You'd be a little more upfront. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like there needed to be like a sensitivity coach. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, sensitivities. Um, I've been traumatized this past week. We all know that I love some shitty reality television, and I have a high threshold for it. <laughs> However, I was not prepared for the shit that I stumbled into the other day. Have you heard of a little show called Milf Manor? I have heard of it. Yet. I was going to watch it today. <laughs> oh, you're drinking an old-fashioned, right? Make another one. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I'm used to, you know, I with my reality shows, at least there's some type of something to it. I can watch my housewives. At least there's a Rolls Royce there in the background. Something of opulence. It may be with someone stolen money. But you know what? At least <laughs> it's there, and it's pretty to look at. For the 30 minutes, I'm watching them fight over a handbag. Whatever. I can deal with that. Nothing could have prepared me for this show. It so much so that I thought it was actually made in 2001 when we had that weird string of weird reality shows like The Swan. It and, feels like, oh, it sounds no. like one of those, yeah. Yes. So this is what I happened. I fucking love The Swan. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> it was highly entertaining. But that could not exist at any other time besides those, those no. three years of a weird-ass <laughs> programming. Um... Hey. Tammy, was it you that explained Milf Manor to me when no. we were recording? Someone, no, no, no. Richie Rich, okay. it's so funny that you're saying this because someone I recently recorded with, that they like informed me of the show. They're like, oh, I gotta get back to watching Milf Manor. And I was like, is that not a 30 Rock joke? And nope. they like explained it to it's me. A show. Like, it's a show that debuted this year. And I, I'm gonna have a slight spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler because it happens within the first like two minutes of the show. Who cares? So, yeah. Sorry, Hammy, if you want to take out your AirPods and don't listen oh, to this. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, so basically, it's moms who are very good looking, and they are on this dating show, and they get whisked away to this giant mansion, and they're told that they're going to be with these young suitors and whatnot. <clears throat> Plot twist: the young suitors. Are their sons? What? The sons thought they were going on a different reality show. The two, yes, and it ends up the mom and the sons are on the same reality show. So, so these, they're gonna set them up with another mill. Each other's fucking. Well, they have to like. It's fucking creepy. And, and the first challenge, this, right? Well, this get this. The, and I think the youngest one is like nineteen or twenty, and they're all fawning over him. Like this is disgusting. First of all. Secondly, there one of the first challenges is guess who your son is by rubbing on their torsos. Oh. <laughs> so these older women are rubbing on these younger men's bodies to guess which one is their son. That's some Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Am I'm like, this is horrible. This is so trashy. I'm not going to stop watching because there's no way in hell this can get even like any worse. Oh, it does. So there's another spoiler moment. But so again, take, take your ear. The next one is up. like they touch the dicks, right? <laughs> yeah. They have to fuck no, their son. <laughs> they're, 
There is a guessing game. Uh, nope, my and son has a vein on the right of his vein. Right. <laughs> no, there's another big. challenge where it's like a guessing game. So everyone like writes down like a secret about them, and the moms, if I remember correctly, have to guess if it's their son that whose secret this is, or if it's not. If if they're incorrect, they have to share a secret about them. This truly this sounds cool. like hell. Yes, God. this. One I'm of not ones, getting any sleep tonight. <laughs> you're not. One of the secrets was I got pink eye from eating ass. <sighs> the mom didn't guess it was her son, but the son said, "Oh yeah, that was me." So then the mom had to had to tell a secret. If you didn't think that this show was anywhere, this is only episode two or three, mind you. I've only gone through a couple of them. Embracing for impact. <laughs> The mom's secret was that she fucked the son's best friend. <gasps> I am in your face right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's an audio Everyone podcast. Was like, really? That was a record scratch moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, the, I'm like, the Zoom freeze? Why is no one moving right now? Wow. And I, then, I, like, the, I can't the imagine on the show. <laughs> no, not yet. You never know what's going to happen next You episode. know he's going to be on the show. But the son's taking... That's I'm, the first thing I would do as a producer. Be like, get that kid on the I show. Fly him out immediately. First class, overnight. Um, Me Googling well, how to also, watch Milk Manor in a, Canada. <laughs> it's also very weird because there's not a host. Oh, there's not? No! They have these cell phones that give them their missions and games they have to do and shit. It's fucking very odd. We've been replaced by robots? Yes. By a fucking cell phone. They yes. could never do this show. I was like, what is going on? And then just when I'm like, you know what? This son, given the news he was just given with a room full of people on camera, is taking this really, really well. Good for him. He seems well adjusted despite his mom fucking his best friend. Oh and it cut fast forward an hour later. He's wasted in the pool as his mom tried to apologize for fucking his best friend. And he's all you ever wanted was attention. You never loved me. I don't know why you would ever do this to me. I'm all. I. This is the most unhinged shit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. And I've watched this one from beginning <laughs> to end. Both seasons. <laughs> Was did they clarify what age this was at when she? I fucked? don't fucking know. I oh mean, I think he is like twenty one or twenty two. I these like generally all, these women are all forties and fifties, mind you. I like really don't know how I'd react to that. Right? Like, I don't. I like be like I wish probably I like him. That. You probably in shock. Go to the cameras. Being the producer, like, so what do you think about this? <laughs> so and so, since there's no host to intervene, they got to bring some fucking. Poor intern to usher this dude out to the camera. No, it's no intern. It's a very skilled producer who is oh, no, 100%. real into them and probably fed them alcohol on the show. And oh, 1,000%. Asked them very pointed questions and directed them into a place for the cameras and for this show. And that's what's really disturbing is people don't realize how these shows are constructed and not only not only in the casting, the casting is where it begins. The casting is where, okay, I used to live with a casting director for um, Real World and Real Worlds. Uh, Ro- Real World Real and Road. What are words? Real World and Rihanna. And that's it. Yeah, I'm going to edit out everything that wasn't good. So. <laughs> They know from the beginning all these things about these people. They get them to tell them all this stuff. And the people who are the messiest and the craziest, Mm -hmm. they're the ones who are perfect for the show. And They're they're just saying enough to pass a psych test, but they're just crazy enough to go along with everything else. You know, one of my exes um, was scouted by Real World through MySpace back in the day. And, like, yeah, they actually, like, didn't want him because he wasn't answering messy enough. Because, like, he told them he was in a long-term relationship. And they were like, would you ever cheat on your boyfriend? He was like, no. And they kept giving him all these scenarios. 
And he's kept saying no. And I was like, stupid, why did you say no? You should have said yes. And he was like, why did you want me to say I would cheat on you? I was like, because that's what they want you to say. (laughs) Exactly. Or at least to be like, oh, I mean, I don't know. I've never... I never dealt with anything like that. It would make me really uncomfortable, you know, or something, Mm. right? Something that would at least create drama uh, as to being really certain of yourself and sure of who you are. And usually, I mean, back in those days, and even what we talked about this at the time that he was doing it, was it was all these young kids who were going on these shows. But now, kids anymore, it's like 50-year-old bitches who should fucking know better than to go on a show like this and be messy ass hoes. I mean, the premise alone, like they already knew that they were going to be some older women and they're going to well, have much younger. No one knows the title of the show. You know, they can tell you one thing and then it's another. Oh, no, no. Then the, the ladies <laughs> knew that they were going to be young men. They make that very clear that all the oh. women knew. Oh, yeah, they knew well. it was going to be a dating show uh, centered around older women, and they were going to be have a bunch of younger suitors. The twist was that they didn't know that the <laughs> suitors were each other's fucking children. You know, <laughs> and they go on these one-on-one dates and shit. And at one point in time, just the person who's seen way too many reality shows and have been on way too many sets of behind-the-scenes shit, there's one where this woman is on a date with, like, I think one of the youngest ones, a 20-year-old or whatever. And she's like, I just find you so fascinating and blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't even focus on the drama because I'm like, they're on a fucking tugboat. So there's got to be at least two producers right there. <laughs> two cameramen, the two of them, a sound guy with a boom mic has to be, and someone with lighting as well. That's a lot of goddamn people on this fucking boat. How, who allowed this? A fucking tugboat. Well, wait, but like, do any of you watch 90 Day Fiance? No, no, but I, I feel like I do because I see everyone's clips on on Twitter. So, hands up. I watch it sometimes. I don't watch it. Okay, I imagine the premise of 90 Day Fiance is they must find someone to marry in 90 days. Well, it's like, that's like the visa time, right? Like the visa only lasts 90 days. This is horrible. Hammy, so are you 90... paying attention, though, if you want to become an American citizen? Hammy, we can oh. go on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah, you're in Canada, huh? <laughs> oh, my God, I would love it. You could get dual citizenship. <laughs> oh, my God, I could go to the greatest country in the world, America. All right. Well, <laughs> so I only watch 90 I'll days. marry you for free. It's fine. You, you, you just Sign, use my sealed, delivered. And go, and go ahead and have dual citizenship only as, as long as it works both ways because i don't want to be here anymore i want to go to canada one <laughs> Richie Rich, don't step on my toes god damn it <laughs> two i only started watching 90 day because during i you know i had to move back in with my parents and during lockdown that was all my mom watched my my mother 76 year old puerto rican is obsessed with 90 day she calls love my aunt who is a year younger, and they like to talk about it like it's like their graduate thesis. Oh, it's I like, fucking love it. And it's like all Spanglish. It's all like back and forth. And then like, you know, <laughs> be like, oh, she's so fat and old. Well, we're fat and old, so we can't really talk. <laughs> no, but she's trashy. Like, it's a lot of that. Um, that sounds like me and Wes on the show most, yeah. most weeks. <laughs> One of my drag queen friends like loves it, and she's always like, "I'm gonna start a show with your mom, and we're gonna talk about 90 Day Fiance." <laughs> but a lot of the relationships are that, where it's like this, like the like trashiest, like 50 year old mom and like a 21 year old guy from like Nigeria, and it's always so awkward. And like sometimes it's. Sometimes it feels like, what do these people even like about each other? And sometimes it's like, I think they do like each other. I don't know. But there always ends up being an issue where it's like, they want the... the I mean, Andy, shaking his head <laughs> in the bottom of the screen. Mm, I mean, no, like, three months so. is the average gay relationship, so... <laughs> Are you kidding? My longest long-term relationship was five years. And I'm always like, oh, that was so long. But like, that's not that long. <laughs> no, yeah, mine too. I think mine was like four years or something yeah. like that. Yeah, four or five years. <laughs> that's not that long at all. Mm. Since I've been alive since the 2000s. Exactly. <laughs> Wes and I You are- could be on Milf Island. <laughs> <laughs> Wes and I were born in 2000. Right? We are 20. Is Madonna's oh. age. And if she was on Milf Island and told me she fucked one of my friends. I'd be like, who? Because I did too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So fair. 
all good things must come to an end. We're, we have to close the show soon, mainly because I am at an undisclosed location where they only serve dinner from a certain time to a certain time. So basically, so, Olivia Rodrigo's team got West fucking arrested, and I he's in prison. Kidnapped. And we are sneaking this recording <laughs> in. And, and there's only one dinner time, so he's got to get his slop in. Oh my God. <laughs> Waiting for that conjugal visit. Yep. But I wanted to leave you all with this. If if we ever had to rename the podcast, although I love Richie and Wes as a, a name for the podcast, but if we ever had to rename the podcast, I think it would just be called Teach the Children because that is what we do. Whether it's about 80s porn star or 36-inch dildos, which will not set up your rectum. <laughs> I would like to leave you with this little bit of queer history. Wendy Carlos was the first trans woman to win a Grammy. She did work. Actually, the story is fascinating. And um, I'll post a link on our socials and all this stuff. But basically, like, she not only did all this music and all this stuff and won a Grammy, blah, blah, but she also was instrumental in creating the electric keyboard and like all of these things and i just find it so fascinating that so much of our history even though it's actually recent because it wasn't even that long ago sorry i have maybe uh smoked a little weed during the broadcast and drank a little you never i'm shocked who are you you go to mexico for four days now and you're undisclosed location (laughs) undisclosed location (laughs) Not our less. The the it might be it might be blurry for me to read, but the point is I just find it so sad that our history is constantly uh buried in time. It's kind of like uh Renee uh um Richards, who was the the trans tennis player back Mm -hmm. in the late 70s, early 80s, something like that, who actually sued and won for the right to play in the U.S. Open. She didn't win. But why are these, like, all these forgotten heroes in history? Like, it's always happening for the first time. It's not happening for the first time. I mean, I do think there's something to be said for, like, um, I I don't know. I, I don't. Like, I didn't know that until Twitter told me. Like, Twitter told me about, and she, that woman won for The Shining, right? Didn't she? Wasn't she a composer? Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't know about that till. Great. Right. Granted, she was not a pop star. She wasn't like, she definitely wasn't, you know, someone that would be more known, but. Because that's what I was going to say is like, I could see where maybe people aren't as aware of like composers that have won or like. You mean you don't know who won the Oscar for Best Soundtrack? (laughs) I mean, like. And they're like, I don't, I, I, I mean, I don't know either way if she was out as a trans woman back then or was not. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even know where the fuck I'm going with that, honestly. <laughs> I just, it's easy to like, sometimes when we like go into like those kind of facts, it's like, okay, but I can see where people might not know like but, a composer that, from the seventies. Yeah. That's my entire point though, is that mm-hmm. we do, we know like, other big composers we know you know what's his fucking name john williams and we know fucking you know was like 80 fucking years old so of course he's been working back all that shit like we know other we know these other people who have made these contributions and i just feel like we always get like buried yeah yeah that's fair Yeah, it's okay. Well, so, well, well, there's I, no arguing so with what? it. It's it's upsetting <laughs> that that happens. <laughs> I was all, but like, you guys have never make a fucking milk manor ever with this <laughs> non-level of drama. What is this? Speaking Recap- of milk manor, <laughs> wait, let me throw my drink in his face first. <laughs> that over spot. Fast forward uh, next year when we're all on milk manor. <laughs> At this point, I would fucking like. Remember when we said we'd never be on one of these damn shows? How the fuck did this happen? Who cares? No, if the only if Richie Rich and I did a reality show, it would have to be a spoof. That's the only way it would work. Mm-hmm. 
over-exaggerating all the dumb shit that happens to us every fucking week on this show. Holy fucking spoof. And, like, no one would even get that it was a spoof until we did, like, an OC pull-away, you know what I mean? Where it was, like, the background. <laughs> Wait, are you guys the hosts? Or are you contestants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just a center of attention making horrible mistakes <laughs> for the sake of entertainment. They don't well, even live in that house? Right, like what is this? Well, next year, Hammy and I. That dog was a Muppet. (laughs) We're going on Dilf Island, where I will reveal to him that I had sex with his best friend. Yes, yes, and his dad. (laughs) Oh my god, my two dads. Final reveal is, I am actually the white one, and you're actually the black one. (laughs) Oh oh my god, we 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 always have to clarify that because. Because someone got mad and called Wes the white one in one of our reviews. Look at that. Okay. Incredible. So that's what our years-long running gag. By the way, I'm about to say something racially insensitive. I'm the black one. So do not (laughs) attack Wes for it. He's the white one. Do you know, we actually, that happened on my horror podcast. We were making, we were doing like Pretty Little Liars, like not that exact thing, but we were doing like Pretty Little Liars, like reacts. And one of the girls is Hispanic. And we were joking because Zach, who I do it with, is Mexican. I'm Puerto Rican. We were joking about like, oh, we want them to lean into more stereotypes. She's too boring. Like, why aren't her and the mom yelling and blah, blah. And someone like. Why is there not a chancla being thrown across the room right now? Zach said that exact thing. He was like, I want the mom to have a chancla. And she's like mad at her daughter. (laughs) And someone was like, Zach, you can't say that. Like, you guys can't say that. That's racist. And we're like, no, we're allowed to say that. Like. And he had to like explain, like, no, we're we're Hispanic. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I did it in the back of my head from a tenth play earlier. <laughs> the battle starts to prove it. It's okay. As the two white people sit silently, it's like, oh, thinking about what they're gonna eat in the next ten minutes. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Thinking about how long it takes me to run to the dining hall. <laughs> yes, get out of here. Go to the jail, the jail cell fucking eatery. Well, you all are going to stay on for a moment because we have to say goodbye privately. But we will say goodbye to our listeners. And I want to thank Ian and Hammy for joining us. We really appreciate you uh, putting up with our bullshit. We hope you had a good time. Yes. Of course. Thank you for having us. <laughs> always, always, always. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our sponsors and our show notes and save some money by using our coupon codes. Until next time, goodbye. Bye.